Hello, everyone, and welcome to issue number 112 of the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast. And remember, this is the only podcast that is always happy to see someone get their arm cut off. <laughs> Especially by ninjas. <laughs> Joining us tonight, we have Dave the Bearded Menace, Hero for Hire. I can't cast that here. The Immortal TV's Casey Iron Fist. I held my fist up. Imagine it's glowing for those of you at home. Jeez, fist. <laughs> and I'm your host for the evening, the man with only a tiny bit of monochrome of fear, Booster Greg. Now that we've gotten that business out of the way, tonight we're going to be talking about Disney's, Netflix, Marvel's, Apostrophe's, The Defenders. The final culmination of the previous four uh, Marvel Netflix series, The Defenders, Unites fan favorites Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Claire the Night Nurse, Stick, Missy Knight, Colleen Wing, Foggy Nelson, Karen Page, Jerry Hogarth, Trish Walker, and Malcolm the Heroin Addict. Um, former heroin addict man. Okay, respect. I'm, I'm sorry. Former heroin addict. In a battle to save New York City and everyone's least favorite damsel in distress, the Iron Fist Danny Rand. <laughs> cheese Fist. Every time I see his fist, I'm like, it's cheese. It's cheese. It's a good bit. It's a good bit. Uh, from the mysterious organization we know and love as The Hand. Uh, so, gentlemen, what I want to know, what we really want to start off with right now is what were your expectations uh, going into The Defenders? Um, I don't want to say low. <laughs> I don't want to say low, but I'm going to say, gonna say, low. say low. <laughs> Um, Only because of Iron Fist. Iron Fist really let me down, so... I just didn't. I just didn't know where it was gonna be. Like I knew it was gonna be, like, I knew the fights were gonna be okay, but I was still had my doubts because Iron Fist. You know, mm-hmm. I knew the story was gonna be okay, but I still had my doubts because Iron Fist. So, yeah, I, I, uh, they were they were low. Uh, I'll just say it. They were low. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Casey, what about you, my friend? I I had the bar set pretty low because of Iron Fist too, but. Uh... For me, the the biggest upsell was that there was going to be more Jessica Jones. Yeah, um, she's that's true. the character that we've gone the longest without seeing, uh, because since then we've got another season of Daredevil and you know everybody else. But um, yeah, uh, I was hoping it was going to go well because when you deal with a shared universe, it's always it's always tricky. You know, you never know what you're going to get, especially when now you're in a, a television format. So tough call. Yeah. No, I hear it. it was, I don't want to say I had low expectations because of Iron Fist, but I'm going to fucking but say I had really low expectations. Everybody has low expectations because of Iron Fist. Of I, don't Iron Fist. Any, I don't know anyone who actually enjoyed that show. Um, it wasn't like, I, I, so I didn't, I wouldn't say I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't say I didn't enjoy it. It was just this weird thing that happened where there are parts that I thought were pretty cool and there are parts that were really cheesy that I enjoyed and there are parts that I just fucking hated. Uh, mostly the acting, but <laughs> my uh, my my thoughts kind of going into the defenders is well, it can't get any worse than Iron Fist. Just can't happen. Um, True. And you know what? Like my first impression is it it's not worse than Iron Fist. You know, I mean, sure, it starts with Iron Fist, which is the weakest, but I, I think that's almost kind of like the. It's the, the worst way to start a show. It's the, but it's almost them being like, yeah, this happened, so what? Let's move on. Like, let's, And it, it was, you gotta admit, it was kind of necessary for the most part, like starting yeah. with Iron Fist. I mean, just to set off like 
why they come back to New York. Like, if they didn't have that, I thought about that like hard. Like, excuse me, if they didn't have that scene at all, yeah, at all, there's no reason why we would see Danny coming back except for maybe like a flashback. So we still have to see that scene anyway, just so it makes sense. So right, it was necessary. Yeah. It was yeah. a necessary evil. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at the end of the, I actually read an interesting article today about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they spoke to, I think, an executive producer or something, someone on staff, like a bigwig, who's like all the stuff that happens to Iron Fist, whether he's getting beat up or shit on <laughs> by the other members of the cast. None of that was as a response to the criticism of the Iron Fist show. Interesting. Ah. I don't buy it for a goddamn second. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I want to. I want to say it was. Especially, I know we're. I'm jumping really far ahead, but um, there's a part where Claire, and oh god, what's her name? Colleen Wing. Colleen, yeah. When they're like in the police precinct, mm-hmm. and Claire says he's the Iron Fist, and Colleen's like, yeah, he'll say it to anyone who's yeah. willing to listen. Yeah. I thought that was a jab. I really thought that was a jab of him saying, "I am the Iron Fist." I mean, it is. You don't yeah. have to think it. It absolutely is. There um, were enough. There were enough of those where it's like, it's like, hey man, I punched a dragon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, buddy. Whatever. Okay. Um, you know, watching this show, there were there were episodes that I feel like I might have zoned out on it completely. It, it's one of those things where, and I feel like Netflix has this this problem with their Marvel properties is. They try to extend a storyline for longer than it needs to be. And you get points where you're just like, I don't care about this. I don't need to know this. Um, that the third member of the hand or the fourth, which, like the guy who hunts the wolves, right? Uh, oh, yeah, the yeah. Japanese guy. He the guy who's not Nobu. Yeah. And should have been Nobu. Unnecessary. Yeah, was not Nobu. He's unnecessary to the whole thing. Sure, he had a really cool fight scene because of it, but like ultimately, if you take him out of there, the movie's the exact same. No, it's true. Like he's definitely an unnecessary character. They should have had it where what brought them back together, other than the run out of the substance, what brought them back together is Nobu dying. He was like one of the main guys in the hand. Yeah. You know, like that would have made more sense than just adding another random Japanese guy. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but ultimately, like, it was one of those things where I was like, this is not going to be very well acted. Uh, Sigourney Weaver, who was in it, right, um, she yeah. has been known to kind of just ham it Hone in it from in. time to time. Yeah. If you look at The Village. And I thought she was all right. So I was worried that she was going to ham it up. And she did for most of it. Uh, and we'll talk about this part a little bit later. But she surprisingly uh, drew me in towards the end there. Uh, but since we're the, we're kind of gone through our first impressions, let's talk about the story. Let's talk about how everyone got to meet up. Right? So I'm happy. It's part of the meetup. I'm really happy that like Luke Cage and Claire finally got to get that cup of coffee as soon as he got out of jail. <laughs> yeah. Like first episode, re- just give it to us. First episode, as soon as he gets out, they really could have like. Like, just really, like, stretched it out to, like, the last episode finally. You know, like, that's yeah. stupid. But no. The man just gets out of jail. Just gets back home. There she is. How about a cup of coffee? Next thing you know, they're on the freaking table tearing it apart. Like, yeah. I, I was like, yes! You go, Luke! Yes! What a, what a realistic portrayal of a, 
of a handsome man getting out of prison. <laughs> <laughs> and then they fuck it up a misty night. Well, we'll talk about that. We're, just, we're talking about the story. I know. But I'm just yeah, saying. stop trying to change the subject. To the story. I had a. I had a I'll lot of your subject. I had a lot of beefs with the story. Uh, really? I felt like the hand. Well, because the hand is shown as early as Daredevil season one. Right. So they've been a presence in basically you know every show going forward. Yeah. Right. Mostly just Daredevil and then Iron Fist, but they they lump it they lump it all together for this. So it's like the final culmination of this hand storyline. The direction of what they're doing is very confusing because they have their hands in all these pies. They've got it in Rand's <laughs> business. They've got it in local businesses. They've got a heroin drug trade, you know, and the five fingers of the hand all are doing their own separate operations. You know, one of them is running, you know, crime and body removal in Harlem. You know, Madame Gao's doing the heroin. Bakudo is he has his fucking Jedi school, you know, all that stuff. Uh, They're not a but, very effective organization now that I'm thinking about it no, this way. They're all in the all. same city. Especially when you consider their main goal is just for the five members to get back to Kunlun. Yeah. And share, I mean, continue to have immortality. I mean, like they were thrown out thousands of, you know, hundreds of years ago. And, and now they're finally trying to find a way back because I guess they're running out of dragon bones. But yeah. It's like it's just very weird. And and to that, I also think Iron Fist is also kind of the only one that doesn't really fit with the other heroes because they either got their powers from an accident mm-hmm. or a science experiment mm-hmm. or a combination of both. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What's Danny Rand's origin? He fights a magic dragon. Like what? Well, so to play devil's advocate on that, I would argue that him and Jessica have a similar origin in that a man-made construction took their family away from them. Hmm. Okay. And left I them left them I don't, with superpowers. I don't like it, but I kind of buy it. If I really stretch it, <laughs> I can make it fit. Um, now you've got to now somehow you've got to tie in Patsy Walker's mom to <laughs> to the monks of Sholau. That's for Defenders season two. <laughs> Um, no, but like, like I hear you. It's even when you're looking at like just the lineup, he is out of place. And I think that's why the Iron Fist show didn't quite live up to the, the, the former iterations is just, they don't know what to do with it. They got like a Kung Fu movie in, uh, ex-con flick and, um, a superhero flick and in a detective flick, right? Like, yeah, and they they're kind of they have to push it all together and somehow make it work. Yeah, and there are, there are times where it works. Mm-hmm. Like the first episode, I think, is great. If if you watched all the other shows and you watched the first episode and you didn't like it, I don't know what to tell you because it gave you a little slice of everything. Yeah, every sure. every segment of that show, the the way the first episode rolls out, and if you haven't seen this, I suggest that you watch it because we're gonna. I mean, we've already hit some some spoilers, but nothing too crazy. But we're gonna get into it. Yeah, the turn first back episode, now if you have not seen this. Turn back. The first now. episode yeah. is yeah, it's cut up into five sections. It follows uh, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Daredevil, Iron Fist, and Alexandra Reed, who's Sigourney Weaver's character. And the four segments of characters that you know feel exactly like moments of that show. Right. Daredevil stuff is in a courtroom. Jessica Jones wakes up, you know, in a bar and then immediately moves on to 
trying to avoid taking a case. Luke Cage is just out of prison, but the music, the the cinematography, the color direction, it all feels like it's done by that production staff. So you do feel right at home going into it. It's true. But then things kind of, they kind of come together and all that stuff, I don't want to say falls to the wayside because they still keep the color motifs going. Yeah. But when they first all really meet in, you know, the office building where the hand is operating out of and standing together for the first time in that elevator scene that most people have seen from the trailer, it's, that's when things kind of merge and then the Defenders kind of becomes its own show and it starts to feel a little different. Yeah. I feel like when they all met in the hallway, that should have been a much more climactic scene. Like I felt it was like very, very anticlimactic. Um, for instance, first Avengers movie, when all the Avengers like finally like form up in New York City, it's an amazing scene. I remember you're, to- like, you're talking about the scene where it pans around them in a circle, yeah, and they're standing basically back to back, yeah. And you're just like, yeah, like I remember in my theater, everyone was like going nuts, you know. I mean, and, and we kind of get that in the eighth episode. We do. You're when right. Because like basically, like he finally has a suit on, all that stuff. But still, it's like. And, like, the hallway scene now with the Netflix, like, shows, like, especially with Marvel stuff, it's a very, like, it's what they do. It's their thing. It's like, when you watch a Tarantino movie, you know it's going to have certain things in it to make a Tarantino movie. And it just didn't live up to, like, other hallway scenes, in my opinion. I mean, it was cool, but it just felt, like, too, it felt too fast. And it wasn't as brutal as I would hope to. I was hoping to see, like, Luke Cage literally throwing people through walls. And he kind of didn't. He just gets, like, you know. Well, they, they almost didn't know how to treat Luke Cage and Jessica Jones in this, too, because they both yes. seemed really depowered. And they, they actually, did. like, if you, if you had never watched any of the Marvel Netflix stuff and you binged it to catch up on Defenders, you'll notice that Luke Cage's powers change from Jessica Jones into his own show. Explain. He didn't yeah. really have that. He wasn't as strong as she was in Jessica Jones. Oh, right, because when they're about to sleep together, she does that thing where she grabs his yeah. arms and she, like, forces him back. She's yeah. stronger than he is. And, the, you know, he does lift some pretty heavy stuff in Jessica Jones, but never anything too crazy. In his own show, he's, like, like stopping cars just by running into them. He's, like... Yeah, and in this one, he lifts that huge thing of concrete. Right, right. Out of the... Yeah. And in this one, he gets, hit by a, he gets hit by a truck and he goes flying. Yeah. Like, I thought it was pretty funny. I mean, it's it's funny, but it's inconsistent. Although, powers although are. technically not really, because in Jessica Jones, he's taken over by Kilgrave. Mm-hmm. Jessica couldn't fight him; he was too strong. She couldn't. I, she she didn't couldn't. Wanna, she also didn't want to hurt him. She couldn't hurt I know, him. Yeah. I know, but still, like I think skin he thickness holds is nothing back. to do with strength. True, <laughs> but I. What's your superpower? I've got really thick skin. You're on the Avengers. In Jessica Jones. (laughs) You can make fun of me all you want. It's not going to hurt. Asshole. (laughs) No, but I think he was probably maybe. I I, want to give it like the movie physics like explanation. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Which everyone. It it was consistent for what they needed it to be at that point, which makes sense. But like. Right. Yeah. Um, Also, Also, every time they needed a strong guy, like, tearing open the doors to the elevator, it was him. It could have been Jessica, but it was him. Also, superhero with really thick skin is the perfect boyfriend for an alcoholic, abusive detective. Well, if if fans of the comics know, if if fans of the comics know everything, he's he's gonna put a baby in that, and he's gonna marry that. Put a baby in the old oven, the old loving oven. Um, But yeah, so basically, like they they meet up. 
um, in a very, very like, it made sense that they're all going to that same building. Right. You know what right, I mean? Right, yeah. 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 And I, I just feel like the way Danny Rand did it or the way they wrote him doing it was just like rushed. They're like, fuck, how do we get, how do we get Iron Fist in this building? Um, um, all right, I got it. We'll have Luke Cage make fun of him. And then he'll be like, I have money. I can talk to people. And he just, show, it just felt like very rushed. That was the only, to be fair, that's the only good moment he really had in this whole show is him standing before the boardroom. Yeah. And just like, you guys have infiltrated my company. Like, I'm going to destroy you. And then, you know, they he's like, he takes the husband. And, they're, and Reed is like, oh, they'll just go, they'll cut through her. They'll tear her to pieces to get to you. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, this, this is like a pretty sweet moment. Yeah. But that was all he had. I don't know. I thought there was like other moments specifically that I thought were a little better. Um, and we'll touch on those when we get to that point. Like, yeah. one particularly. But, um, I, I yeah. But so they, they meet up in the building. They fight in the hallway. <laughs> uh, Matt Murdock's wearing Jessica Jones's uh, scarf, which was kind of yeah. funny. Mm. <laughs> all right, but but let's circle back. So the impressions about the story. So the hands' motivations are kind of all over the place. They're trying to go back to Kunlun. They're trying to preserve their immortality. On one, they're all at odds because they don't really believe that the resurrected Electra is their key to. Their Survive. salvation, as it yeah. were, and it turns out that they don't really, they really don't need her. They're only, they only have her because Alexandra Reed believes in some sort of black sky prophecy, right? Which is weird because they must have believed in that black sky prophecy during Daredevil season one, and then never followed up on it. But still unclear. the The main crux of the story comes is they're digging this building in that giant hole from Daredevil season two. They're digging underneath this complex, and they find this wall. And whatever they do, they can't get through this wall, and they're very confident the only way to do it is to have Iron Fist punch through it. Which is good that they didn't kill him, mm-hmm. because if he was dead, there might be some problems. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, so that's it. So the Hand is trying to get Danny Rand. The other defenders are teaming up with Stick, and they're trying to uncover this... Gra- they come together to uncover this great conspiracy that they all find individual leads on alone. Which is very cool, because they're all kind of investigators in their own way. Mm-hmm. Right. So they come together and they try to bring this down. That's the story. How it ends, it gets crazy, there's betrayals. I mean, I think it ends nicely. Maybe not as clean, but in terms of finishing off your enemy, having a conclusive uh, sort of thing that sets up more Daredevil more than anything else. Yeah. Yeah, there's not much set up for the other characters at the end of, of the whole series, but uh, Daredevil basically, at the end, fighting Elektra more or less to the death while everybody else escapes, and the hand is destroyed, he wakes up alone, which is a, a throwback to Daredevil Born Again, uh, maybe the most famous Daredevil story of all time, and what everybody has been kind of clamoring for, for a Daredevil Season 3. Hmm. Um, um, that was like... So I was going to say that for later, but... Um, oh, I'm sorry. That's right. No, that's right. That was one of those things where, like, that setup... Uh, I wish they held off on it. Just It, like, works, and it, it works and it doesn't work, because that it, in that story, the whole reason that he ends up in the, the convent with all the nuns is because Kingpin has completely destroyed his right, life, right. reduced him to being homeless, and he's, like, recovering from being stabbed by a junkie in an alleyway. Right. Jesus. You know? Yeah. yeah, so he, at that point in the comic, he's lost everything. Everything. Yeah. His friends, his home, his job, his money, His everything. sanity. His sanity. Technically, 
technically though he kind of did in this if, but like it's I it's, mean, it's not like the same it's not this no, not yeah, that right. like it's a betrayal but it's not quite as deep um like I, I i'm fine with that change what i would have really liked to see and i'll probably be the alone on this one or one in the minority i would have loved to see season two half a daredevil iron fist as daredevil Taking over oh, the reins. Like when he's in like Ooh. when he's in prison. Like when he's in prison. And that yeah. is how Danny grows up and, and stops being a stupid little shit. Oh god. And ends up oh. becoming the hero that everyone knows. And like sure, he'll he still be like a you know, he'll still have his jokes and his quips, and that's just kind of his character, but he'll take life a lot more seriously and he'll learn to be a little more discreet with his you know, with his identity and maybe at that point really learn to put on the mask like even if he's not daredevil like if he just legit wears something similar to what matt wore before he got the armor and that can so easily transition check it out. into if his you outfit. gave if you gave him the man in black costume yes exactly and he just instead of a black mask, exactly the yellow with oh, the eyes exactly. everybody would have been fine you cut the v in the chest so he has the the tattoo showing yep and you just change the mask yep. yellow and black iron fist yep there you that go. looks great. That would yeah. be the transition. Doesn't right? have to be. I'm not. Listen, cool. I'm not crazy about the green. You could make it black. Yeah. You know though, like if he did dress up as Daredevil and fought as Daredevil, but still doing iron his Iron Fist shit. Can you imagine how much more terrifying he will make like the Devil of Hell's Kitchen? Like, yes. <laughs> especially as a criminal, it's like, can you just imagine that? Like, I was hiding in a locker, and I saw this fucker punch through a wall. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it makes it that much more terrifying. His, his fist. Like, his fist turned on fire. That is that is one gripe that I have with this is that I I did my homework on the show with a buddy of mine because I wasn't sure how much time had passed between the other shows. Mm-hmm. Right. And it turns out, like the movies, everything moves in real time in terms of production. Sort okay. of. I mean, it's still winter in this for some reason, mm-hmm. but whatever. It's, it's about a year and a half since, you know, the end of Daredevil Season 2 or whenever it came out. Mm-hmm. Right. So Matt has given up being Daredevil for that long. Yeah, it's been a while. I just, I don't, I hate the idea of him giving it up without some kind of huge, real life-changing reason. Even if it's just to get his life back on track. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But they make a great, they make a lot of great strides into getting him back into the mantle. You know, whether it's Foggy, whether it's Foggy giving him his suit or like at every, like him just listening to crimes happening on the street or him actually protecting looters from like an overly violent pawn shop owner, mm-hmm. you know, just cause they're kids. It, it works on a lot of levels for them to bring him back into it, but it's it, all this juggling, I think is going to make it very difficult for daredevil season three to do a version of born again. If they're going to do that, if they I, even, yeah. I, I imagine they will. Cause I, I having that iconic scene of him in the bed, you know, with the nuns, where you know what else are you gonna do with it? <laughs> well, I, I think they, I think they'll still have Iron Fist in Daredevil season three, doing some sort okay. of filling in because that's that's just the way they left it. He's on the rooftop in Hell's, Hell's Kitchen, staring yeah, at a building my, that's like protect my city. Yeah. I mean, what? Come on, it's, it's gonna happen, and maybe what I want will happen. But I was hoping that they wouldn't show that last little bit of Matt in a in the bed, and you know. Yeah, like recovering. I was just hoping that I'm, like they would let us like that would be the big reveal for Daredevil season three. Like they could. I mean, like, how? Yeah. yeah. Well, I was, I was say, gonna say how? How does the the first episode open? Is it just him meeting his mom? Like, mm. okay, right? 
Interesting. His his mom's a nun. Right. Really? Yeah. The sister Maggie that they mentioned at the end of that episode is actually his mom. No shit. Yep. So where's God damn it, then where's the conflict? Hey, we're going way too far. Let's get back to we're go- yeah, yeah, we're going crazy. So so do we have any other comments about the way the story was gone? I like the inclusion of all the characters. I liked how Colleen Wing's storyline got wrapped up. Yeah. I like that Misty Knight finally lost an arm after we thought she was going to lose it to the bullet in Luke Cage. Oh, God. I, like, I, I don't know why, but I hate her character with a passion. Like, like for, for like a detective, I think she sucks. Like, I don't, like... Really? Ca- yeah, her character, bo- especially after, like, Luke Cage, like, a freaking key witness died because of her. You know, and she's always like concentrating her energy on shit that's like not necessary. I mean, from her point of view, it makes sense, but it's like she just bothers me as a character. Like she's just way too, how can I put it, arrogant in certain ways towards certain things. You know, it's like just she shows up to talk to Luke Cage, and she's like, Colleen said it best, like or um, Claire said it best, like she's the reason why Luke Cage got to this point. You know. And then she's trying to, like, stop him from doing that. It's like, it's just her character bothers me. I just feel like she's, like, incompetent. In well, she ways. definitely learned her lesson in, in The Defenders that she, from Luke Cage, right? She's just, like, she's not really trying to stop them. She's just, like, do what you got to do. And then when people I mean, are she's watching, also she's also investigating a whole mysterious crime ring. Yeah. I'm, you know, and this is, like, citywide. You saw, like, they had that whole, like, not like Rip Hunter chalkboard levels of yeah. stuff, but it's like, we're talking rubber bands, pictures of guys, lines and marker being drawn. Like, your classic, you know, Serpico kind of, we're, this is big and we got to find the man at the top. Uh, my whole thing is, and I answered my question earlier today, but it's like, my whole thing is, they're in a world where people know the Avengers exist. People know there's a Hulk, you know? Right. People know there's a Thor. Like, these things exist. And, like, the sky opened up and aliens fucking came out. Mm-hmm. You know? The incident. Yeah, the incident. Yeah. Why can't any of these guys just tell Misty, look, they're, it's as weird as it sounds, the world we live in, they're ancient ninjas or just an ancient society that's been around for thousands of years. You know? They have their finger and everything, and they can't die. But, like, I don't think magic is that widely known yet in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Just not even magic. Just considering what they have experienced, it's not far off of what could be happen. They don't even have to use any magic altogether. They can just say they just don't die. They've been around for thousands of years. That alone is, like... Right. Enough. And you, you also have those jackasses that will deny that any of this ever happened, too. Yeah, and right. that's that's what I thought about also today. Like, I'm like, well, there's people who deny like shootings. You the know, people who deny like, something as easy as climate change, like the, yeah, or the Holocaust, like, like, the Holocaust, or the Holocaust. Yeah. you know, for a podcast, it's not political. We get kind of political from once in a while. <laughs> hey, last week, right? I know Give last week. I, maybe it's still running through our veins right now. Yeah. Um, it's because we're smart, but um, <laughs> it's just like yeah, a lot of times I wish they could just like say what. It's weird. It's like it's. I think it's probably part writing and also part of the story where it's like they can't really say these other characters or they can't describe what happened. That's a problem that the comics have always kind of had too, which is why people always say guys like the Punisher belong in their own universe where there's no other superheroes and things like that, or you, why you never really see Daredevil fight anything bigger than street crime nine out of time. You know, nine out of ten times. Yeah. I mean, right. there's a great story where he fights Ultron alone, and that's oh. nuts. But 
you know, it's they're trying to keep give these worlds a different feel because when you're operating on a level like the Avengers, it just yeah, you lose that that gritty realism that they've tried so hard to do. Yeah, like it, it's true. Like as cool as like the Avengers are, and as much as I like like the Hulk or Captain America, I really like Luke Cage. Like the way he handles shit, I feel like that's how I would handle shit if I had that power. He's my dad's yeah. favorite character in all this. Really, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he like he likes the old school mentality. He likes that his heroic code is just my mama raised me right. I'm d- I'm doing what I do for the good of the public. You know, if they want to make me a local hometown hero, so be it. But that's not going to stop me from going out and and being me. Yeah, he's the most genuine character in that show. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't hide anything. He's got nothing to hide. He's totally the Superman. Like if you break it down, so like I'm watching this. I'm watching this right, and I'm just like, oh my god, this is better than what the Justice League movie is going to be. And then my my thought clicked in. I was like, all right, what are their roles? Luke Cage is your Superman. Daredevil is obviously your Batman, Batman. right? Uh, Iron Fist is your Flash, Uh, and Jessica Jones is obviously Wonder Woman. Yeah, I mean, a more drunk version, but. You know, <laughs> yeah, anger, yeah, right. and it's not just because she's a girl; it's because she's the tough, no nonsense, level-headed, angry, you know, super interjector. Angry. Yeah, she's you know, yeah. And of course, like Jessica Jones is my girl, my girl. Oh, wait, sorry, my now fiance's like um, yeah. favorite character. Congratulations, <laughs> Dave, the married man. Welcome to the beginning of the. <laughs> yep, I I, I, can I say tricked her because like Emily doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but I think we've got a pretty clear-cut picture of how we felt about the story. Let's talk about those fight Fight scenes. scenes. I didn't care for them. So, my favorite... Didn't care for them? Didn't care for them. Too many quick cuts. They got rid of what what makes this universe so great, which is the realism behind the fights. I'll give you that. The last fight scene is done in one take, and I only know that because there's a mistake in the footage. See, I I stopped paying attention at that point. Every Every single one that, like, I was paying attention to and noticed it was just like quick cut jump cut jump cut jump cut and i was like oh yeah. this is not so, what yeah, I'm here the for ha- the hallway fight is chock full of that and yeah and that's i mean not great but the fight at the end of episode eight where they're all underground right the scene where it pans around and circles to all of them as far as i could tell it's one cut and that's because a droplet of water hits the screen oh yeah that's right and they don't get rid of it <laughs> and i'm like that, yeah i'm sure I'm sure that that hit a point where they're like, we're not doing this again. It's good enough. <laughs> well, like, I mean, I'll give you, like, a lot of the scenes were very, very jump-cutty. But, um... Yeah. I thought, like, a lot of the scenes where Electris showed up were pretty good. Like, they didn't seem as jump-cutty or as, like, flat or as fast. Mm. My favorite fight scene, however... And I and I we watched this episode several times just because I love the drama led up to it and just, like, all the stuff is when Iron Fist fought Daredevil. Yes. I thought that was a phenomenal fight. Actually... And I, I wouldn't even say he fought him. Uh, Daredevil bodied Iron Fist in that fight. Yeah. But I just, oh my god, it was such a cool fight. You got to see, I finally got to see, like, Iron Fist do the shit and weigh him to do for, like, ever. Like, actual, real, like, martial arts stuff. Yeah. You know? The the tournament in his show was, was pretty good. It was, but still, it didn't give me, like, and I've said this billions of times, like, I wanted Daredevil to be the more gritty fighting style, like Krav Magaj type of like brutal shit. Yeah. Um, and I would want to see like, excuse me, I want to see like Iron Fist be more of the Ip Man, like wire foo type of stuff that he does all the weird shit that doesn't work in real life, but it looks fucking cool on screen, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Knocks your hat right off. Yeah. Like, oh God, it's so good. But um, 
But yeah, basically stuff like that. And like we kind of sort of got, or at least I finally got the taste of that. Like when he fought Daredevil, he was doing like the katas and whatnot and was like doing the movements and Daredevil just answering back to him. It was like a really just cool fight scene. There was like a lot of anger involved also. Yeah. And yeah. I just liked how he just like punched Daredevil and Daredevil's like, <laughs> he just and shrugs. He, yeah. And of course, being a blind guy, he doesn't actually have to look at him. So he just. Yeah, he just hits him. He's hits him square <laughs> so in the face. It's so great. Uh, also, other other than Daredevil completely dominating him in that fight, which I think everybody wanted to see, yeah. um, Luke Cage kind of hanging around with that "I'm gonna get you" look on his face, <laughs> you know. And every time coming in for a grab, I like that too. And even Rah. Jessica f- flipping him over and then just punching him out at the very end. Jessica was doing like, especially in the last fight scene, she was doing like a lot of cool shit, like wrestler stuff just picking guys up and just slamming them i thought it was awesome. that's all she has yeah. like she's i mean she trains like a little bit probably with trish right but like but she even said herself she's like am i the only one that doesn't know karate yeah you yeah. know so it's like it does it does play a part in it for the most for, yeah. for the most part but like the beginning especially in the beginning when um luke cage and danny first met each other and like danny tried to do like all like the crazy like kung fu shoot to him and like luke cage is like it's like you know, like he's like fighting a little he kid. He no sells all of it. He's like yeah. Hulk Hogan rising from the ashes. <laughs> just nothing. And he just like grabs, just uh, throwing him, throwing him. There. <laughs> like it was, yeah. it was really cool. And I liked seeing him like do like all the crazy stuff. Uh, 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 and he's just. Yeah. <laughs> then they have that that shot where he does get hit with the iron fist, and it's the same shot when that guy punches him in Luke Cage and, yeah. and it breaks his hand. Yeah, yeah. That was There's cool. also like kind of deviating real quick, but. This is definitely like right the Mar- Marvels, Netflix, Disney's apostrophes. This is their Avengers movie, and there's so many similarities it between it. Um, like when Danny hits Luke that last time really fucking hard and it knocks everyone out. Like I couldn't oh, help but think God. of uh, Captain America and Iron Man putting the shield yeah. up and getting hit by the hammer. Yeah, like all that kind of stuff. It's kind of interesting those those small parallels that they're they try to draw, whether they're successful or not. Uh, pretty interesting stuff, but like I don't know. For me, the fight scenes were just kind of forgettable. Not really as cool. Like they they are not. I appreciate they didn't try to do another hallway scene like they did with Daredevil season two. They tried to copy their yeah. season one. It was not quite the same uh, success. And the same thing with Luke Cage. I I appreciate them deviating from that formula, but at the same time, it's like give me something new. Don't just cut it out. Iterate on it. Make it better. Yeah. You know, give me something. I felt. I felt the the music. They add the the hip hop track at the end of the the last fight scene. I it for me it felt weirdly out of yeah, place. Me too. Yeah, I I mean it was fine. I just it it was like I'm expecting more like a Hans Zimmer kind of like I, give it that oomph orchestra kind of fighting stuff. I'm expecting more of an amalgamation of all of their musics into one song, <laughs> and yeah. I I think. You know, they, they have, wasn't it like the RZA that was doing behind Luke Cage's soundtrack? I didn't know that. It, well, I don't it's know. It's some members of the Wu-Tang Clan that I'm way too white to remember. But um, <laughs> I remember they had some hand in that. Like, they're, talent, they're super talented dudes. Like, give them, say, this is what we want. Here's some sample music. You can very easily at least get instrumentals from Daredevil and Iron Fist and put those together. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like I wanted some sort of song that was like for this group, 
not necessarily orchestral, anything like that, because I think that would lose like this. They're the every every man heroes, right? That's what the whole point of the defenders are. They're not going yeah. out fighting aliens. They're protecting their streets, their home. No, but even like you could have when I when I say like orchestral music, I think of like. You know, like the fight scenes in the Matrix, like in the Matrix Reloaded when he's fighting all the Smiths or whatever, it's like dun 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 Like I don't want to talk that about that kind of. Mean, there's no other movie other than Matrix One, so I don't know what you're talking about. I listen. I rewatched all of them recently. They're not They're fucking terrible. It's fine. They're fine. They're terrible. They're fine. moving on. Look, so yeah, moving on from the fights. How about how about some favorite moments? Ooh, oh, super easy for me. Stand yeah, out. Go for it. Um, the last episode with Sigourney Weaver in it. She's sitting there. Oh, the intro is she's sitting down listening to a record and it starts to skip. Oh, yeah. And not only is that foreshadowing what's to come, but like her performance in that one scene, I was like, damn, I didn't know Sigourney Weaver could act like that. <laughs> like she, she's at the end of the line. She knows it. She's probably been listening to this record for hundreds of Ever. years right and this is her like safe space this is where she goes to relax she listens to it she vents a little bit calms down moves on with her day and the record is busted and she's like examining it trying to see if like her eyes are playing tricks on her and she like she's like like grasping at straws at this point and then she, when it ends she's like hugging the record with her eyes closed just defeated which is great Second favorite moment is when she gets stabbed the fuck up by Electra at the end of that same episode. Because <laughs> you just don't... I, I did not see that coming. I saw it coming, and I was just waiting for it to happen. And the timing of it was perfect. Such a good scene. Yeah. Uh, but those are my two favorites. I don't know about you guys. So, for me, definitely is with, um, with Stick. And he's captured. Electra shows up and all that stuff. And he just smells her. He's like... Ellie, like he just knows, mm. and they're about to, they're about to, they're about to basically like stab him there and kill him and whatnot. And he's just still being a badass. He knows he's about to be tortured. Doesn't give a shit. As Stick wouldn't, you know. And the escape, this motherfucker cuts his hand off. Yep. I thought that was so kick oh, ass. He's like, thing, yeah. not yet, and just cut. Doesn't even make a sound or no, just and just runs away. He's know? very dismissive of it later. It's like, what happened? He was like cut my hand off trying to escape <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like it's just so badass it's like something i could see um 616 they Nick gave, Fury saying they gave him all the best moments in this show because they knew they were gonna kill him yeah yeah like yeah. like what line is better in this show than him calling the iron fist a thundering dumbass <laughs> i, I was love that and I, I, they really, and I, I guess it works for the story, but I was really, really hoping. I've said a billion times, yeah. Danny Rand, I'm the who Iron Fist. Who gives a shit? But it turns out yeah. they were listening, Dave, because the person who gives the most shits about the Iron Fist is Stick out of the That's entire true. group. Yeah. I thought about that as I was watching it. I was like, damn, Dave is not liking this part right now. Nope. He's the, he's the one that really just, like, believed mostly about him, knew what it was, and, like, mm-hmm. It finally explains what Stick is and who his yeah. people are. It finally makes sense, yeah. you know. And I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it sucks that it gets answered right when he fucking dies. We lost a character that's been in this series, this entire Netflix series since it started. Mm-hmm. You know, like other than like Matt Murdock, he's been here since the beginning. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, 
gone. He died in such a horrible way too. Like he died fighting, which I liked. It wasn't stupid. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But he got killed by his pupil, and not even a vessel of his pupil. We not even, she, not even that. He got killed by his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked. Yeah. And she knew what she was doing. Also, she knew. Like it wasn't like she was Black Sky. She was Electra killing him. Yep. Yeah. So it was just like, ooh, what's a horrible way to go? He went in battle, but he probably died how he wanted, but not, 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 not like that. Yeah. Yeah. To quote the Matrix, I, not like this. Not I, like I this. love how like Matt thought it would be a good idea to try to get Electra to be Electra again. Mm-hmm. Like, did he forget she's a crazy motherfucking bitch? He still loves her, but, like, man. She's, yeah. Like, she's way less dangerous being a blank slate. Is she the yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does she do as soon as she wakes up? Kills the person controlling her. And still goes after the group. Yeah. Like, at least... But he blanks, loves her. I, like, I get it. <laughs> oh, I mean, at least she didn't say... At least they fixed the pronunciation of Matthew from season two. Matthew. Matthew. Hello, Matthew. Matthew. Hello, Matthew. Uh, hey, to be fair, and if we're talking about my favorite yes. moments, uh, first of all, them beating the shit out of Iron Fist. Great. Which is just Everyone great. I that, mean, yeah. you know, for a guy who's like, I've trained in the mountains of Kunlun to control my emotions, immediately lashing out at everybody who even has a sound, reasoned plan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then daredevil takes it to him like everybody does and they tie him up and they're they're goofing on him like it felt it was very cathartic it felt very good for somebody who's like i was so disappointed with iron fist and basically everything that happened like let's poke some fun at yeah. it which is why i refuse to believe that you know there wasn't some aspect of it where they're like all right iron fist sucks let's make fun of iron fist and try and get yeah. some saving grace back yeah uh my real favorite scene at the very end when Matt stays behind to fight Electra. That's like as cliche as it is, it's like a tried and true trope, and I love it every time. He gets everybody out safely. He tells Danny, protect my city because I'm not coming back. He fights a woman that he loves basically to the, to the death while a building is about to crumble around, and they die. In a, they die. Okay. <laughs> you know, the scene quotations. ends with them about to die in a lover's embrace after. Fighting to the Ooh. point where they can barely stand. Mm-hmm. And then what happens to the character at the end of the show? He wakes up in an iconic scene lifted directly from the comic books. Yeah. Another scene I forgot to mention that I really liked. That you, just, you, you just reminded me, Casey. Oh, yeah. Um, was, it was the fight scene at the end like with everybody, which is cool. But I liked when Alessia was fighting everybody at the, everybody at the end. Like um, She... She messes everybody up. I felt like I was like in a video game watching that because that's like a straight boss battle. Like, yeah, how yeah. many of us have been in that boss battle with our buddies fighting that one boss and just bounce around and kick the shit out of us? I don't know how you the know? hell she knocked out Luke Cage, but fuck it, I, that was I, crazy. I, I want to say she has super strength. Like she has to. The other, like the other, like hand members. Like it makes no sense why they can hurt Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. Mm. You know. But the main members in the hand made sense. Like they're able to do a lot of crazy shit. I mean, I, I guess you know? also as well, like if, if you think about it, um, think about a dude on a motorcycle with a motorcycle helmet on, right? If he gets in yeah. an accident, his head will probably be fine, but he'll still get a concussion. So who True. better than a super well-trained assassin of a ninja to be able to man- manipulate the physics around her punches enough to maybe do some internal damage? That's true. Again, Greg going for a going no for a stretch on this, on this one, <laughs> but 
No, it makes sense because when like Luke, when Luke Cage got shot in the face with a shotgun, it still fucked him up. Right. Yeah. 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 So, you know that that that's kind of my like whenever things like like little things like that happen, like my brain kind of like rationalizes it with like. Mm. some sort of like I, I i willing to give a lot of leeway i guess is the point uh there's some things that i can never do it uh not a specific scene that i want to talk about real quick uh, i just want to throw out there i do like and i know, it's, know a lot of people didn't um how they're starting to form that friendship between luke cage and iron fist it didn't yeah. feel forced to me I, I overheard a lot of people uh at work and you know in passing saying they felt it was forced because they had to do it because of the comics but it, it didn't feel that way for me it felt dislike the f- for for me the first episode where they basically forced them to sit down together yeah. was like wow they're really forcing this and not making it organic but you're right they did kind of they kind of turned it around in yeah. the end mm-hmm. especially with the whole like um he, when luke cage was like half jo- or jokingly being like how'd you get that fist again and danny's starting to tell it he goes dude i'm fucking with you and Danny's like, oh, and then he's just like, yeah, so you, all right, all right, how tell hot me about how you killed the dragon. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was it was a nice little moment, and you know you can see a friendship starting to form there. Uh, let's talk about what would we have done differently in the Defenders. Man, I would have. It would have been just an aesthetic aesthetic change, really. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to see Iron Fist's hand literally on fly, on fire. Yeah. With, like, a glowing aura around yeah. it, like, more than just his hand. Because, like, every time I see it, I think it's cheese. It's the cheese fist. You know, like, every time I see it, it's, like, that's what it looks like. Cheese fist with some veins of, like, paprika in it or whatever. You know what I mean? It's, like, I want to see it on fire. Mm. And I thought he could make both hands glow. Is it just one? Like, Casey, Greg, like. I don't remember. You guys. He can do it out of, bo- he can do it out of both hands. Yes. He pretty much sticks to the right just because, I don't know, he's right-handed. Well, maybe I he guess. doesn't know he can do it with two hands yet. Yeah, I mean, we're only talking about a hero who is tasked to fight an enemy he literally knew nothing about. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Not exactly the most qualified, yet is <laughs> the most qualified. It's fucking weird. But, but yeah, like, I'm about to, like, I would change maybe that and just make it seem more sense why, or I wish they would explain why the hand was able to hurt, like, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. At least just some something small, nothing, nothing major. Yeah. Because really, Luke Cage has no reason to fear these guys, other than like they're gonna hurt like um his people. Yeah. You know. So it'd been nice if they said something like, "I've never had someone hit me so hard other than you, Danny." You know what I mean? Something like that, where at least it's like, it makes sense why they fear them. Because I because I couldn't make like I'm I, like you guys. I couldn't make any sense why. I mean, Jessica can still get hurt. Sure, she's not like as indestructible as Luke Cage is. Right. But at least she ex- gets knocked out by a wooden plank in her own mm. show. So yeah. So, but at least explain like why Luke Cage fears them. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, I think that kind of makes sense to me based off of what happened in his own series. Like he almost died, so he's yeah just coming to grips with the fact that he's not immortal. True. Like, he probably thought he he's was indestructible. The, he's the somewhat less than immortal Iron Fist. Well, I'm, I'm talking about <laughs> Luke more. More for me, yeah. Oh. And same thing with Dean. I guess he almost did die, too. But for me, Luke, too. Like, everyone is just kind of afraid of the hand. And based on what happened in their own shows, kind of makes sense. You know? True. Um, something I would have really liked to see, a very minor thing. Everyone knows what color Luke Cage's hood is. Yellow. Everyone knows yeah. what color the Iron Fist mask is supposed to be. 
yellow. yellow. Ah, I, I would have loved to see in one of the fight scenes, you know, he gets everyone shooting at Luke and he, he ducks and like conveniently maybe a couple bullets go through isolates or one does. And Danny has to conceal his identity when he's fighting. So he just he takes Luke Cage's bullet hole well, or hood. Luke just rips off his own his own hood. Right. And just goes here. Take this. And just like, boom. You have a yeah. makeshift. It's not hard to make a fucking makeshift Iron Fist costume. Why are they so against like this whole thing? Like they literally have the setup from Luke Cage where he's got bullet tattered sweat like hoodies. And it's a fashion trend. It's like, Danny, you're back. You have your yeah. life in New York back. You don't have to keep dressing like a homeless guy anymore. <sighs> mm-hmm. it's so like fucking shave. I think Iron I- Fist has never had a beard. I think also what it is they're trying to like borrow from like the whole like um, X Men universe. They're trying to make it more realistic for whatever fucking reason. When they, they had costumes. They still had costumes. Yep. Right, yeah. but they're the more last like... X Men movie ended with them having the goofiest costumes of all time, and yet the most comic book accurate. But 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 still, still before to that point, they all looked like they were supposed to be like a, a strike team, pretty much right, with right. the black leather and all that shit. Right. Yeah, wearing flight so, suits. Yeah, so trying to make them more, look more realistic. So I feel like. Maybe that's what they're trying to do with this. I, like it can't like be though, Dave. Because look at look at Daredevil. Well, I'm saying maybe he's the only one that's allowed sticks, to have a costume. He sticks out like a sword. Yeah, that, I mean, if yeah. you if you had given Iron Fist a costume, I think Daredevil wouldn't have stuck out so much. True, I still yeah. think that that the Daredevil outfit in this show at least looks great. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It continues to look yeah. great, but when when they're when him Jessica and Luke are going to you know the 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 mid circle building or whatever it's called. And they're like, they're talking, and then it pans over, and he's like getting his gloves on, and he almost looks excited. And she's like, there it is again. <laughs> yeah, he's like a kid in pajamas. Like, it's like, all right, well. I gotta say, though, the big the detail I like about Daredevil's, like, suit, and I don't think I've ever brought up before, was that I love a lot are his gloves. Like, his gloves are very, like, massive compared to, like, the rest of his body. Yeah. And, like, what I like about it is it's all straight hand protection. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. boxers, they have a big thing around their wrist, so when they punch someone, like their wrist doesn't buckle or mm-hmm. anything. And the same thing with MMA fighters, like that wrist is really wrapped up. So when you're hitting someone with all your might, your wrist doesn't like break right, or right. fuck up or whatever. It still can, yeah. but it's there. Yeah. And like his, like uh, other than like the rest of his body, like his fists are like beyond armored up. So it's like every time I see that, it's like it's like getting hit with a piece of metal. Just it's clobbering yeah. time. Actually, ah, I see what you yeah. did there. Um, how does Defenders compare to the rest of the Netflix Marvel Ooh. universe? Uh, Definitely better than Iron Fist. Third or fourth best? Yeah. I'll go. Well, let me, I'll let go me phrase that. it this way for you guys then. Put in every entry... Of the Netflix Marvel stuff, from least favorite to favorite. Let me open up a little text file here and just, just so just I have it all in front of me. Visualize it. So we've got we've got Daredevil one and Daredevil two. one and two. Mm-hmm. Jessica Jones, Luke we've, Cage, we've got Jessica Jones. Iron Fist, and now the Defenders. Right. Okay. So for me, Iron Fist least favorite. Right. I I feel I like that's that. a, that's just that's I think it's consensus. across. We can all agree across the board. Weakest part of it. Then I'm going to say is going to be the Defenders. It's, it's yeah. good. I like it, but yeah. I don't love it. And there's definitely a lot to improve upon. Yes. Then I'm going to say this is where it gets tough for me. 
I think I'm going to go Jessica Jones as number three. Oh, that's tough. It's I really, really like tough Jones. between those three. I really yeah. like that show. Uh, for me, David Tennant. Actually, real quick, going back, more David Tennant in Defenders. I would have loved it. Maybe some PT. He's, he's going to be back in back in flashbacks. Yeah, well, so I was going to say maybe some PTSD Jones. flashback dream stuff when she's passed out, just glimpses. But I'm and, and anything that can be a, that has the ability to be improved can always benefit from David Tennant. Anyways. More David. Anyways, Tennant. going back. So I have least favorite, Iron Fist, then Defenders, then Jessica Jones. Then I'm gonna say season one of Daredevil. I'm gonna say season two Daredevil is my favorite. Yeah, season okay. two was was fucking yeah. good. Yeah, even though it was a little long winded to get the Punisher where he needs to be, once that happened, oh boy. That yeah. was fucking incredible. And plus I've never I have not seen uh, and I'm not a big Punisher fan. I'll just throw that out there. But I have not seen a version of the Punisher that I really thought was well done. Like the Tom uh, Tom Jane one was good. Like I appreciated it. Yeah. Punisher Max. What was it? Punisher Warzone. Warzone. Was Warzone. Horrible. Oh god. Punisher does not cry. <laughs> but like this. No cry, baby. Ray Stevens and yeah, Punisher. It's terrible. Not for you. But. What Barenthal did with the role was fucking incredible, and the way they treated it was great. Yeah. And it fit perfectly in. Uh, what about you guys? Ooh. So I think I'll agree with you, Greg. Like, um, Iron Fist and Defenders on the bottom of the mm-hmm. list. Like, Defenders was good, but doesn't wasn't the strongest title. <sighs> but as for the rest of them, oh, God. It's tough. Like, it's like Sophie's Choice over here. Oh, I got my definitive list. I'm, I'm uh, ready to no, go. Except for Casey. Okay, so I'll... I, I'll agree with you, like, okay, so be Iron Fist last, then Defenders, mm-hmm. Daredevil Season 1, as good as it was, it just, it was starting off, you know okay, what I mean? Okay, fair. Uh, um, and then, <sighs> the first half of Luke Cage I liked. No, you oh, can't I didn't put Luke up. Cage in there, fuck, I forgot. You can't no, sp- or I, you can't split it up because then Daredevil season two. Yeah, you can't you can't split it up. You can't split it up, Dave. List. You gotta all keep right, it. Right, so, so I'm gonna put Luke Cage because um, I completely forgot about that. I can't believe that. Um, you would, yeah. you racist. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's the second time this week Greg. someone's called me a racist. Um, what? Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Anyways, let's see here nor there. Fuck that. Luke Cage fuck is that guy. is um, fuck. It's so close. It's depending on what mood I'm in on either side of Jessica Jones. Which actually makes sense mm. because whatever whatever mood Jessica Jones is in, Luke Cage is on either side of him. Yeah. Um, it's tough because yeah. like uh, like like season two of Daredevil, I really like it. Just starts fucked up, yeah. you know, and it does like it does like like they're they're doing that where they do drag in the middle of their shows, you know. Definitely after Jessica Jones, like they started dragging more like just Jessica Jones. I thought I felt felt. Stayed consistent the entire way, because um, I didn't know anything about the character at all. So like, I, it was really nice learning like more about her, and learning like what Kilgrave can do and all that shit. Um, but yeah, it's tough. Like, I really like those three titles. They're really good. It's hard to, really hard to split them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Casey, let's hear this. So my list is based purely on rewatchability. Um, hmm. 
So Iron Fist is the lowest. There's nothing overly remarkable about that show that would ever get me to watch. The it the again. internet, everyone on the internet can't agree on anything except that Iron Fist is the worst part of the Netflix Defenders. Yeah. I mean, universe. It, I'm not talking just in terms of story quality. I'm talking like if Iron Fist had one cool scene that was better than anything else, I might have put it higher on yeah. this list. But you know, even the tournament he fights with Madame Gao, which is the bar none highlight of that mm-hmm. show. You know, because he fights the Bride Nine Spiders and those two guys and, like, a whole bunch of stuff. There's not enough of it to ever get me to watch it again. Yeah. And that brings me to my second least favorite, which is actually Luke Cage. Ooh. Really? Now, I love that show. I think, objectively, that show is better than everything but Daredevil Season 1 and Jessica Jones Season 1. You know, in terms of just quality. It's great. The characters have great motivations. The storytelling is great. I love the atmosphere it does. It feels like its own show. But in terms of going back to rewatch it, there's not a lot there. Some of the fight scenes are okay. The fight scenes against him and Diamondback are really not that yeah, great. That was the worst. They're, they're okay. You know, there definitely was a Rocky Five yeah. element. And you it. get, I mean, if you're if you're sitting down and you want to get somebody to watch the show, fine. But you're not going to sell them up on it for like. Like, oh, there's this one great scene that you got to see. Like, even if it's, you know, Black Mariah killing uh, Cottonmouth, which is a great scene. But, like, I'm not going to go back just for that. So, then Luke Cage, you know, a step up from Iron Fist. A big step, I should add. But you got to put him in order anyway. After that, Defenders. um, It's good. It's not super great. It's got some great moments. I love the idea of... I'm glad it exists because it puts them all together. And the fact that that even happened, I'm just glad. And the fact that it went pretty good. Like, it didn't suck. You know? That's me. Uh, Above that, Daredevil Season 2. It starts off fantastic, but it gets really uneven once you introduce all the Electra stuff mixed in there. Bringing back the Punisher while he's in prison is great. Even the second half of that show has a cameo by Wilson Fisk, which is great too. Overall, for me, it feels kind of uneven. Um, I didn't... I didn't love the the fight in that so much, you know, where he's got the Punisher in the elevator and he's working his way down with the chain hand and the gun oh, hand. I love that. It scene. was good. It was good, but it's not the best. Yeah. Okay. Um, after that, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones is my favorite character out of all these shows. Um, I love the way she's acted. I love the way that she's written. I love her motivations, where she comes from. All of it feels very realistic. She's absolutely sarcastic far and away the funniest character um her show even if you've seen it even if you know the twists and the revelations that are coming it's more dramatic than any other show i mean it's got like a dude severing his own arms it's got the very real very scary feel of mind control it's got a satisfying ending it's got satisfying flashbacks like i adore that show so i have to put it that Mm -hmm. much higher the best, bar none, Daredevil Season 1. It starts off as a... What a way to start a franchise on Netflix. It's well acted. It's well written. The fight choreography is some of the most incredible things I've ever seen on TV or film. Uh, it does the origin story of a character that's, while stretched out over the course of 13 episodes, because he doesn't get his costume until, like, the last one, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel that slow. Yeah. It Everything is carefully crafted, you know... Just very well designed. And 
for as much as people will say, oh, the show really, it's not that great without Wilson Fisk in it. Well, here's the news. It's got Wilson Fisk in it. So even if he's still the best part of that show, the fact that he's in it makes it that much better. I And that's something that I think, you know, you, you can't take away from yeah. it. So there you go. My list, worst to best. Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Defenders, Daredevil Two, Jessica Jones, Daredevil One. You convinced me. I'm gonna I'm gonna change mine a little bit. It's gonna go Iron Fist, Defenders, um, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones. Depending how I'm feeling, that order might change. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go to season two, Daredevil, then season one. Because you're right. There's a lot of stuff that I forgot that I really, really like. Like I, season one did not make me. It made me kind of hate his suit that he got his suit because I loved the fucking man in black suit so much. How many times have you seen Spider-Man in an embarrassing costume? Yeah. Like, why does it have to look bad? Just give him an Under Armour yeah. shirt, maybe a little bit of padding yeah. and a simple mask. It's not hard to do. Yeah. yeah. It works. Oh, God. Casey's going to be a superhero after this. I can see it already. See it. I'm take, ready. Casey, oh, yeah. take the scarf off your head. You don't need... Please. <laughs> Phoenix Jones, eat your heart out. I'm coming yeah, right. for you. More, more like kick-ass the beginning. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, speaking of kick-ass, it's about that time for our secret question. Secret question. So tonight we talked about um, Marvel's Netflix's the or sorry netflix's marvels the defenders there's too many things in there now it's too many companies there's so many apostrophes, many apostrophes. so many people that own that uh, netflix marvels brought you by pepsi <laughs> doritos netflix oh, hour superhero God. thing we talked about well, product play oh product placement not a huge thing in this kind yeah, of interesting right yeah i didn't think about that oh yeah uh-huh. kind of good pretty good i uh, would talk about what we like what we did like we even ranked all of the um entries to Netflix thus far for the Marvel Universe in order. We had we had a good time talking about it. Um, we already talked about my secret questions, so and I have to really come up with one right on the spot now, don't I? Oh, well, so was I was going to say, what, what do you want to see in the future for the universe? But we kind of already touched upon that with Born Again and stuff like uh, that. Yeah. I want to see Moon Knight. I, I don't even like Moon Knight, and I feel like he Moon belongs here. <laughs> I would love to see Moon Knight be the villain for like someone in there but like he's not really like more of a villain like how punisher is so like yeah. they they just have some crazy asshole running around in all white in the middle of the night and he like sticks out like a store thumb like i think it's fucking incredible <laughs> um but what i want to know from you guys tonight i still don't know what i want to know from you guys tonight oh, i still don't know this is a tough one my secret question is stumping myself because i don't even have the secret question yet um, 112, 112 episodes. episodes, and I have not solved Finally this at a long loss. yet. So, I mean, that's a pretty good record. It's three years of episodes. Yeah, yeah. Let's say this. And I know this is kind of going to be a recycled one, but what do you want to see happen? And let's call it phase two in terms of new heroes or characters for Netflix and Marvel. Okay. And we can't say Moon Knight because we already talked about that a little bit. Yeah, we already did say Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Damn. What a, what a good answer, Yeah, though. it's a fantastic answer because it fits so perfectly. Um, yep. I'm going to say this, and it's a cop-out, but it's still true. 
Greg going first on a secret question? Yeah, because the fact that I had to solve so much for this question, I feel like I'll give you guys a little bit of breathing room and kind of think of your answer. I would love to I see a next wave Agents of Hate kind of going on. Oh, my God. And I would really like... Because I, I think it'll it'll add more comedy into the situation. <laughs> Better received than Agents of Shield, of which it parodies. Yes. So that's what they can do, right? <laughs> so think of think of all of the material. So Agents of Hate is is just it's a parody of uh, the Mark Millar's Marvel universe, right? Warren Ellis obviously got really annoyed with everything Mark Millar was doing and all the Civil War garbage. Coming and out, he all just yeah he he had to make fun of it. So think about all of the stuff that you can make fun of in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, not just in the movies, not just in Netflix, but also on the television. So you have the Inhumans coming out, which looks like absolute shit, except for Lockjaw. He looks fucking awesome. Um, You have all these missteps that kind of happen. You could have them even break the fourth wall and mention the fact that Rhodey kind of looks different now than he did a couple years back. Like, (laughs) Did he have some work done? (laughs) We could, you know, you could really, and the same thing with um, with Bruce Banner. You could really have a lot of fun with that. I wouldn't want to see, I would love to see it as, I don't know if I want a full run, maybe like interlude episodes before the next big thing hits. They just release a 30-minute episode with those guys in it. Okay. And like, I could easily see like Nicholas Brendan as the captain. Like super easy. Xander from Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> I can see, um, oh shit! Actually, Misty Knight would have been perfect for. Actually, put Misty Knight in there instead of Captain Marvel. Boom. Put put both daughters of the dragon put them in. in there. Fing fang foom. They could oh, yeah. make a, a reference to watch out for your bones. <laughs> Things like that. Like it. It would be fucking yeah. incredible. And it would add a little bit of levity to a very dark and serious universe. And for me, it's all about the balance. Dep- depending on what on what rights they have, I mean, they might as well just throw stuff like MODOK in yeah. there. You know, that series even has parody versions of Giant Man, the Hulk, and Captain America. Mm. With Forbush Man at the end. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that they probably have the rights to that they're allowed to make fun of. Or you could even change it a little bit, too, and have it be... Oh, nope, I'm changing my answer. Mid-question. Uh, no. Wait, you're changing your answer from Next Wave? That's got to be pretty good. It, it'll fit a little better. I really want to see Next Wave. Are you sure? Are you sure you want to do it? I'm going to let you guys go in case I steal yours accidentally. And then I'll say All what right. I have nothing, honestly. I'm thinking hard. Okay. Really? Then I'll answer for Dave after Casey goes. Okay. The only one, well, the only one I would like to see, but they've already kind of done it with Agent of Shield, is I would like to see, like... um. Ghostwriter have his own thing. Yeah, dude, that's the only good thing about the last season of Agents of Shield was Robbie Ray as Ghostwriter. Like, and okay. honestly, like, and I want to see Ghostwriter as I want to see him in New York. He doesn't belong in New York. That makes no sense yeah. to me. I want to see him like a traveler. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. every yeah. season, every season he's in another town doing crazy Ghostwriter yeah. shit, hunting a demon, or doing God knows. No, what. even that's what I would even like better, to. even better, right? Remember that episode of Batman from the 90s cartoon where all the kids were talking about how they met Batman and it was all drastically different yeah. from one another? Have a f- Legends of the Dark Knight. F- like the best episode of New Batman exactly. Adventures. Have that with Ghost Rider. Oh. You got a bunch of dudes okay. around a campfire talking from all different walks of life. Talking about... Or no, better yet, 
bunch of dudes in a hostage situation from all different walks of life. They've been there for a couple a couple days now. Cops can't quite get quite get in. They're all talking about how they've met the Ghost Rider, and then they get saved by Ghost Rider, and they see mm-hmm. like they all have this moment where they see him together. That would be fucking awesome. I'm with that. What about you, Casey? And I got the, something better. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, so this is actually how I thought the, the last episode of Defenders would have ended. Because I was sure they were going to do something that was going to have Daredevil in a self-sacrifice role. As soon as I watched the first episode, I'm like, this is how it's going to end. Because, you know, Elektra's leading the hand, this, this, and that. It's going to end like that in some way. I wasn't expecting the Born Again ending. What I was expecting was Shadowland. Mm. And those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, Shadowland was a crossover maybe 2010? No. 2010. I want to say say 12. Uh, Okay. Well, it was was a fair number of years ago. And Daredevil kind of... He kind of reached the point where he wasn't having it anymore, and he took over the hand. Right. And he's like, I can, you know, I can use these guys, you know, whatever. He has this thing called the beast inside of him. It's a demon that's kind of controlling his actions. So Daredevil basically becomes mm-hmm. a bad guy and he gets an all black costume. You're right. You can see 2010. Yeah. OK, I, I took it. I knew it was coming out when like Thunderbolts yeah. stopped being about the Thunderbolts and it was about a bunch of other guys. But anyway, so the point of it is it's an event comic that is basically just the street level guys. So you have, you know, Daredevil is the main antagonist, but you've got Iron Fist, you've got Luke Cage, you've got the Punisher, you've got Moon Knight, you've got Spider-Man, White Tiger is in it, I think, Um, you know, a couple other people. The the first thing that he does in that is he murders Bullseye and raises him from the dead to be his servant. So you've got Daredevil leading like an undead legion of ninjas and his greatest foes and whatever against all the other heroes of New York, you know, the street level guys. It's great. Uh, and I, you know, you figure with the way this show ending where him and Elektra are dying in a cave filled with hand resurrection dragon bones mm. after she's just been resurrected for the first time. Maybe they resurrect Daredevil. Maybe he becomes their new black sky. There's a couple of things that for me kind of led into that. Like maybe you guys caught this. Maybe you didn't. When Iron Fist is fighting Daredevil, it, there's that scene where it pans in on stick listening, right? Like, it just zooms really close in on his oh, face. Yeah. And I'm in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, you know, maybe Daredevil is, like, the real chosen mm-hmm. one that's supposed to lead the fight against the hand. You know, Stick pulls, I mean, pulls no punches, haha, but mm-hmm. he says, like, Matt is the most gifted natural fighter he's ever seen. And for him to say that with no hint of sarcasm, no nothing, makes you really think, like, what if Matt is really destined by some stupid ninja prophecy or whatever or kunlun prophecy to be something more than he is yeah shadowland would have been a great way to to do that and it's got you know your classic hero goes dark maybe karen page is the reason he comes back to the light maybe you finally pick up on that romantic plot thread something but if there's a defender season two and i hope there will be but you put you put daredevil through the ringer of born again and then you pick up with him as the bad guy in shadowland you got me. Except I'm there's sold. no bullseye in this universe. Yeah, not, not well, yet. not yet. Season, season I'm three. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I've got my fingers We're crossed. Bullseye. Um, yeah. My extra answer is I would love to see Hawkeye. Just like the, the Matt Fraction. 
just a dude in his bachelor pad getting chased down. <laughs> Fighting the, the tracksuit track mafia. mafia. With a dog. Pizza eating That dog. would be a great way. And it, uh, see on the chat, a lot of, you know, a couple people are saying like, oh, I'd love to see like a mixture of the, the Marvel movie universe and the Netflix series, which I think everyone. Adam said a Heroes for Hire Adam series, is, which I yeah, think is Yeah, Adam said the last comment too. That's, but yeah, absolutely. Like. That's way that's way better than doing a Luke Cage or Iron Fist yeah. season two. Just do a Heroes for Hire season well, it, one. Just them. It kind of makes sense too because I think um, a lot of people out there consider those two maybe the weakest of the standalone ones. So you know what if they maybe. if they can't stand on their own, there's a degree of entertainment and quality that some people think is lacking. Then do what comic books do. Put them in a team up book. Hope sales pick up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All you really have to do is you follow all the threads about the criminal underworld with Black Mariah and Luke Cage series and then just have Iron Fist helping yeah. him with it. Because what does Iron Fist have to do now? The hand is, as far as he knows, gone. That's true. Really, as far as we know, too. Like, there's no indication that they survived. Right. Yeah. Other than maybe through Elektra, but... Yeah, just throw Iron Fist in with Luke Cage's storyline. And the end of, like, the end of Defenders, he's, like, standing on top... He's, like, on top of a building with his fist glowing. Like, yeah. looking down like, like Daredevil yeah. would have, so... No, you're maybe right. They're they're both, maybe they're both protecting Hell's Kitchen maybe. now. Yeah. Who, who's to say? Yeah. You know, maybe like Luke Cage will open up Pops' shop and just make a hero for hire or whatever. That would be awesome. I would love to see. So this is... And after this, we'll, we'll end it because we are getting, getting about that point on time. But I yeah. would love to see season two, Jessica Jones, start with the first story arc of the Alias comic. Where, you know where I'm going with this, Casey? Is it the it's, page where she's taken it? No, the, not uh, that. Jesus Christ! Oh, that would be great. Jesus fuck! Well, that already uh, happened. Because I was one, gonna Casey. say, I was gonna say, yeah, they did that. Did that the the story arc. She did ask him for I th- coffee. I'm at pretty the sure end, it's the saying. opening one. It's been, you know, it's been a, a when Jessica Jones came out. It's been that long since I've read it, but um, where she's investigating. Uh, a love story with Captain America that may or may not be. You remember that? Like that's like the one of the first. Like, oh I'd yeah. Love to fucking see that because then again you get that incorporation of the MCU with the Netflix stuff. Right. Hey, look, my storyline called for Spider Man to that's show fair. up. So, like, it, like just, <laughs> I, mean, I, I think the moral of the story, the moral of the secret question right now appears to be, and yeah. now we do morals for secret questions apparently. Just put some more peanut butter in our chocolate here. Just put some. Just give us some little MCU in the Netflix stuff. Just sprinkle it in more than just like uh, the event. Everyone remembers the event, and they never really specifically yeah. say what the event is, but they just know the event destroyed New York City. So they're giving themselves a little bit of a a cop out there, a little bit of a way they can differentiate themselves if they need to. A breaking break glass in case of emergency i think the mcu movies are doing well enough now that they don't need that everything's all connected we know it fucking solidify it well aren't aren't the avengers also based out of the west coast now now they are yeah or or am i crazy not the west coast no i thought they were in upstate upstate, upstate new york, new york. They're are upstate. they upstate yeah upstate they're, upstate. New york. they're not the west oh, okay. coast avengers don't worry <laughs> and now we have um what do you call it coming up too we have the runaways coming up real soon Ooh. Yeah, and Cloak, and, and, Cloak Dagger. and Dagger. Who could forget that? And there's another one. Oh, yeah, Inhumans. Fuck, I wish I could forget about that. <laughs> I always wish. What happened to Damage Control? Is that still happening? No, Damage Control's not. I mean, Did I think after Spider-Man, it's pretty much solidified that Damage Control's not happening. 
Because that, that oh, man. like, damage control showed up and it was a shady government organization of just agents. Yeah. No wonky heroes or anything like that. Uh, anyways, we're going to call that. That's just about time for episode number 112 of the Bad Caddy Funky podcast. Uh, remember to go ahead and follow us on uh, Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram, and right here on twitch.tv slash badcaddyfunky. Um, I want to thank everyone for, for tuning in whether it's live or you're listening to it uh, after it gets posted on the SoundCloud account. Uh, we see we see all the listens. We super appreciate it. We have five. We are a five-star podcast on, I, on Apple Podcasts right now on iTunes. Yeah. Five stars. And I only did one of them. So that means four other people out there like us five <laughs> stars. It's great. It's awesome. I mean, if everybody that listens gives us one star. No. Wait, no. Stop. Don't do that, Casey. <laughs> Damn it, now Casey. Now we're going to get God. the worst. This is why we can't have What have nice I things. done? Wait. And the first part is, like, I was actually going with it. Like, yeah, Casey. Yeah, did, wait, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. Stop, stop, no. Break, no. Breaks. Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. Um, but I want, I want to thank everyone who took the time to, to give us that rating, whether you left a comment or not. Uh, we all super appreciate it. Um, you don't have to do that, but you chose to. And we're all super thankful. Uh, one star, gotcha, Casey. God damn it, Casey. <laughs> um, and also, remember, I haven't mentioned this in a couple episodes. If you have a secret question or you have any sort of question that you would like us to answer live on the podcast, you can email us now. We have an email address. It's the, yeah. so T-H-E, B-C-F podcast at gmail.com. Just go ahead. Give us give us an email. Say, hey, I really, I really like this. And I think you should talk about this. Next week, we are talking about, and I never do this, so I'm going to give you guys a topic to develop a secret question. He seems so confident that we won't change it. AKA, here's a hint. If you have a better idea for us to talk about. No, 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 no. We're definitely talking about this. We're not changing it because it's super relevant. No matter yeah, okay. what, even though it's not comic book related. Um, but if you have a secret question that you want us to answer instead of mine, so I don't struggle for 15 minutes. <laughs> it was a real uphill battle. As well. We're going to be talking about the Netflix adaptation of Death Note next week. So get your secret questions ready. I'm going to read them all. Maybe yours will be chosen. Maybe not. We'll see. Again, that's thebcfpodcast at gmail.com. All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Well, let us know which one you think is the cutest. Ooh, it's Casey. It's Casey. It's totally Casey. <laughs> oh, he's blushing now. <laughs> you can't tell because his filter is green. I have that that cool Fallout Three green, yeah, green you do. filter. Oh my god, me. you totally do. Everyone, thank you so much for tuning in, and remember, we'll see you next time, or we'll see you another time, or never. We see you never, because it's a thing we say. It's it thing. is it's totally a thing. Three years strong. <laughs>